Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful podcast, where we go from chaos to confirmation, confusion to clarity, and self-conscious to confident when building your online business using your God-given strengths. I'm Jennifer Emanuel, and inside we're creating full-time fulfilling income in a way that feels great to our souls. Let's get started. Well, hello, it's Jennifer. Welcome to Grace-Filled and Graceful. We are wrapping up December and so happy that you're here. I know that as we progress, it's going to get busier and busier. And I think this works the perfect time. Um, I find sometimes when I go to podcasts, I am looking to learn something. And then there's there's just sometimes that I, my brain is just so full that to actually that sometimes at busy busy times my brain has no like capacity. There's no room left to learn, and so I just don't I don't listen because I didn't. But uh, these next couple of weeks, I'm going to be talking about the spiritual gifts, some some characteristics some characteristics of each one, and then some quote unquote problems of each one. Things that can trip us up because yes. Our gifting is a gifting, but it can also limit us um, if we aren't using it in the right way. Now, this is all coming from, continuing to come from my favorite resource in uh, spiritual gifting, and it's Discover Your God-Given Gifts by Don and Katie Fortune. Uh, You can um, probably still get it on Amazon. Um, If you want a specific link, I will put that in the show notes to make it easy for you. But uh, yeah, so basically over the next couple weeks, I'm going to be covering each individual gifting and the problems that could be associated with it. Just so you know, in the book, not only are there more like deep dives into each thing I'm going to touch upon, but there's also a whole section after each of the characteristics and problems that lead you back to uh, those particular gifts shown in the Bible. So you can actually see the gifts being used and by whom. Um, and that just helps you to relate on even more of a deep, deep level. But before we get started, I have some fun news to share regarding um, our podcast and where we have been plugged into all around the world over the past couple of episodes. Uh, we have uh, had, let's see, Dallas, Texas, Clarkson, Michigan, Carlisle, Cumbria, which is in the United Kingdom. I think we talked about that last time. Uh, Brentwood, California, Chicago, Illinois, and congratulations to us. We have a brand new download, a brand new country uh, in Asia, Vietnam. We have uh, somebody from Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam uh, plugged in and I hope was significantly blessed with this information about our program called Answering the Call featuring your God-given gifts and using those to build your online business in a way that feels great to your soul. So let's get started with the information that I that I mentioned. Okay, we're going to start with the uh, given God-given gift of being a perceiver. And with this one, I wanted just to ha- uh, put some clarification in there because it sounds almost like you are some type of a like clairvoyant. <laughs> if you have this characteristic. And they used this word in the text and gave a little bit more of a breakdown of it. So we're not thinking of somebody that is a prophet um, or somebody that can see into the past or future or communicate with any of those um, people that have gone before us. But 
according to the book, it says that, um, according to biblical scholars, the prominent idea of prophecy in the New Testament is not prediction, but the inspired delivery of warning, exhortation, instruction, judging, and making manifest the secrets of the heart. So it refers to one who is especially sensitive to perceiving the will of God and then proclaiming it, or depending upon the Lord's direction, praying for it to be accomplished. So basically, the breakdown with this one is that perceiver is one who readily perceives, prays about, proclaims, and promotes the will of God. Now, there are 20 characteristics of a person with this type of spiritual gifting. I'm not going to be covering deep into any of this. I'll just quickly touch on quickly touch on some of the characteristics. So let's get started with the characteristics of the perceiver. Number one, they quickly and accurately identifies good and evil and hates evil evil. Number two, they see everything as either black or white, no gray or indefinite areas. Number three, they easily perceive the character of individuals and groups. And I wonder if you're going to see this as we continue to go through. I, you know, I've taken the assessment and I um, have definitely strong leanings in one or two, one or two of these areas, um, mainly administration and teaching. So as I continue to go through some of these, I'm like, huh, well, look at that. I'm kind of like that too. <laughs> I'd be anxious to see. I mean, excited to see what you find as you're, as you continue, as we continue to go through this. All right. Now, number three, easily perceives the character of individuals and groups. Number four, they encourage repentance that produces good fruit. Five is that believes the acceptance of difficulties will produce positive personal brokenness. Number six, they only have a few or no close friendships. I went into it a little bit more in depth after I read what it, uh, number six was. And this has more to do with not like, not so much that they're introverted, although they may be. Uh, but it is that they are choosing who they want to be friends with based on the other people's character. So when suggesting to a young child or to a child, hey, why don't you go play with so-and-so, and they say, no, I don't want to, and you probe them a little bit more, it's going to go, it's going to feel something like, well, I saw him steal the other day, so I don't want to hang out with him. That that kind of a situation where they have few or no super close friendships. Okay, number seven, they uh, views the Bible as the basis for truth, belief, action, and authority. Eight, boldly operates on spiritual principles. Number nine, they're frank, outspoken, and they don't mince words. So kind of like a bottom line kind of a person. Uh, is very persuasive in the method of speaking. They have very strong convictions about everything. Okay, number 11, they grieve, grieve deeply over the sins of others. 12 is they're eager to see their own blind spots and to help others see their own as well. 13, they desire above all else to see God's plan worked out in all situations. 14, they strongly promote the spiritual growth of groups and individuals. Number 15 is called to intercession. They realize that mountains are moved and more can be accomplished through prayer than in any other way. Okay, moving on to 16. They feel the need to verbalize or dramatize what they quote unquote see. Okay, 17. They tend to be introspective. So getting rid of imperfections is a top priority of perceivers. Number 18, they have strong opinions and convictions. 19 is that they have strict personal standards. And then 20 is that they desire to be obedient to God at all costs. 
Okay, these are the problems of the perceiver, things that might trip them up a little bit in doing God's service. Okay, number one, they tend to be judgmental and blunt. Two, they forget to praise partial progress due to goal consciousness. So they're not they're paying attention to finishing the goal, not the tiny little steps along the way. Um, they're pushy and trying to get others and groups to be spiritually mature. It is uh, number four, they are intolerant of opinions and views that differ from their own. And number five, they struggle with self-image problems. Since they have a, an inner drive to do what's right, since they're introspective and readily aware of their own shortcomings are quick to judge themselves as inadequate. Now, I mentioned this before. As you're going through this book, um, there's the characteristics, there's the problems of each of the individual spiritual giftings, and then there's some um, biblical, like direct from the Bible, examples. All right, for today, we are moving on to the characteristics of the server. So the server is another spiritual gift. The server is somebody who receives joy in helping, assisting, carrying out instructions, being of use in a wide variety of ways. Now, the King James Version uses the word ministry instead of server. All right, so some of the characteristics of the server, they are um, easily recognized practical needs and they're quick to meet them. Number two, especially enjoys manual projects, so things with their hands, um, jobs, and functions. Number three, they keep everything in meticulous order. Number four, it is a detailed person with a great memory. Number five, they show hospitality. They love hospitality. Number six, they will stay with something until it's completed. Don't we all need people like that in our lives? Uh, number seven, it's a, they have a hard time saying no to requests for help. Number eight, they're more interested in meeting the needs of others than their own needs. And number nine, they enjoy working on immediate goals rather than long range goals. That's interesting. Number 10, they show love for others in deeds and actions more than words. That could bring in the whole other subject of love languages, right? <laughs> Number 11, they need to feel appreciated. Number 12, they tend to do more than ask to do. 13, that feels, uh, they feel their greatest joy in doing something that's helpful. 14, they do not want to lead others or projects. Number 15, they have a high energy level. Number 16, they cannot stand to be around clutter. Like they want to go in and fix it. Number 17, they tend to be perfectionists. That kind of makes sense along with the um, information that we know so far. Okay, 18, they um, view serving to be a primary importance in life. Number 19, they prefer doing a job rather than delegating a job. And number 20, did I just say 12? I meant 19. Okay, <laughs> big difference. Okay, 20. They support each other. They support others who are in leadership. So as you're building your online business, definitely want to have somebody with a strong gifting of service to work with you, even if you have the strong gifting of, ser of service. All right, so we're starting to wind down here on today's podcast, Problems of the Server they're critical of others who's not, who do not help out with obvious needs. That kind of reminds me of Mary and Martha. <clears throat> Number two, they may neglect their own family's needs by being too busy helping others. Number three, they may become pushy or interfering in, eager, in an eagerness to help. They just want to help so much. Number four, they find it hard to accept being served by others. Number 
that was number four. Number five is they are easily hurt when unappreciated. So next week, we're going to do the characteristics of the teacher along with the problems of the teacher. And, and then next week, we'll wrap up with the exhorter. Another name for exhorter is encourager. I had started a couple podcasts ago to give you like a top 10 list at the end of the podcast to wrap things up. But I have called out so many numbers that you get the idea. <laughs> you get the idea of not uh, focusing on the top 10 list while we're doing this um, podcast of lists. If you've been listening for a little while, you know that I have a program called Answering the Call. And it's all about aligning yourself with what God asks you to do and building your online business um, and and using the tools that are out there for you based on the skills and the talents you already have, which will make growing your online business so much more of a joy. The whole idea of enjoying the journey will actually come to life for you. And I have been working for a little bit with uh, both offerings of one-on-one coaching for those people that wanted to participate in the program as well as group coaching. And I have some secrets up my sleeve here that I'm going to be unveiling for you probably before the end of the year. So I can't wait to share what's next for us in answering the call. Uh, Until then, be sure that you are keeping your priorities in order. Take enough time for you. This is a busy time of year. And if you have to say no to some things, I encourage you to go ahead and do that just for your sanity. So here is to a great week and we will talk to you next week.